You're listening to Not Another Origin Story of the Comic Book Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. Pogues! I am so excited to be here. Another mini-episode. Uh, moving right along, we just finished up Captain Marvel. Finally caught up to almost to entire Marvel canon. I think we're, what, Internals missing, maybe? But, uh... Uh-huh. You think, you think, yeah, I think we might be close. Do you think it would take a... An average uh, comic book movie podcast this long to finally get caught up to one of the two major franchises. Actually, let's, let's be honest here. One major franchise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is when you really think about it. Really the only contiguous uh, movie franchise in which, you know, the MCU, the DCU is just like, oh boy. <laughs> you know, I actually just saw uh, someone recapping some of the, you know, major storylines happening in, in Hollywood these days regarding Marvel movies flopping and blockbuster problems. And they share with me the last image, the last scene uh, that occurred in what is the, referred to as the Snyderverse, you know, you know, Zack Snyder's series of DC yes. movies that is now, I, I assume, defunct. Um, it is just a zoom in on uh, sex criminal... Uh, <laughs> The Flash uh, actor, uh, whose name I suddenly Ezra forgot. Miller, right? Ezra Miller. And he kind of goes, uh, just make that sound. And then one of his teeth fall out, and then it cuts to black. And that's, that's the last scene ever shot for the Snyderverse. And I feel like that wraps up, that wraps up the DC yeah. cinematic yeah. universe pretty just, well. Just one sex criminal making a grunt as his teeth fall out. That's the best we were able to do. That's about the peak when you really look. And then still oddly, that guy may still have a job. Don't know how. Got rid of Henry Cavill. Got rid of Ben Affleck. But let's keep the sex criminal. Fascinating. Uh, fascinating. S- somewhere in DC headquarters, let's keep the sex criminal was written on a whiteboard somewhere and circled four or five times. So, yeah, like, but underneath of it is like, uh, I can't think of, who's the guy who plays Aquaman? I just forgot his name. Oh, Jason Momoa. I don't know yeah. that there's like a question mark by his name. Like, yeah, yeah. Keep him? I heard he gained a couple of pounds. Let's get rid of there's, him. There's a line through Henry Cavill. Too wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> there's a line through Gal Gadot. Too liked. Yeah. Too good at things. <laughs> People enjoyed her character too much. <laughs> that one was too close to what we call a success. And then right here, someone wrote Ezra Miller, then wrote sex criminal question mark, and then someone clearly erased the question mark. Yeah, somebody put a line then, through sex criminal. And then underlined wrote, it. Somebody else wrote, you know, grooming, grooming children for intercourse. And somebody was like, star. Uh... Uh, but 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 now James Gunn is at the helm, and they're doing some sort of Superman legacy thing, and uh, uh, we'll I, see. I, I just gotta say, like, I don't even care. Even if it's like a great movie, I just don't care. Like, I I just I don't care about Superman. I, you know what I mean? I'm so, it's just so hard to care about a guy who's like weaknesses a rock from his home planet, but otherwise he's basically God. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's hard to be like, oh no, I want to. Do they have the rock now? I guess he won this fight. Uh, but that said, Pokes, you know, it, it's a complicated era to be in. DC has fallen on its own face and showed its whole ass. No. Marvel, uh, Marvel has shown that they've given up on giving directors movies and just a committee is trying to recreate the magic of one of the phases of <laughs> previous phases of Marvel and can't do it. Um, it's so kind of a to recapture that phase by basically remaking it with different characters. 
it's a tough time in short into being a comic book movie fan or comic book movie podcast it's and very in, hard in tough times like this pokes we hearken backwards we do we look back uh uh not to not, classics not 10 20 30 40 <laughs> We go back to the years when DC's biggest sex scandal was that Superman used his X-ray vision to see Lois Lane's <laughs> And weirdly, everyone was okay with it. And weirdly, people were like, that's romantic. That's what I would do. <laughs> and then there's a scene where a woman reads like a spoken word poem, like as if she's like at an open mic night while Superman flies her around. An era in which Lois Lane, a famous reporter, can't spell, uh, <laughs> comes... It's, it's, I think at one point, yeah, she, also, she misspells the word rapist, which I don't even know how you misspell that when it's pretty on the nose. But that is, like, almost told to be like, no, go, fi- go do news stories which aren't meaningful. <laughs> go interview Superman and see if you can see what color your knickers are. But in the early 1970s, uh, there is a film not made in the West... Based on material not from the West, but in fact, a manga adaptation from 1973 called Lady Snowblood, which is a cooler name than I could probably think of if you gave me an hour. I just, that's a, just, it, it, I love it. <laughs> it's pretty great. I think anytime you add the word lady to a name yeah. that's kind of badass, it helps. Because if you just said, my movie's called Blood Dirt, it doesn't really <laughs> seem to have the same vibe as but if Lady, you say lady Snowblood. Blood Dirt. I'm yeah, like, <laughs> I'm suddenly very interested. I'm like, you know what? What is the point? There's a really great corner of this market audience where we can finally step away from big budget, AAA, you know, $25 million titles and get into really weird live action adaptations of long forgotten manga material, including one that was apparently mostly known for being published in Playboy. <laughs> yeah, which is just like a weird sentence because like... I can't imagine people were like, I got to get the new Playboy so I can keep up with Lady Snowbird. Snowblood was the name of the show, the movie. It's it's fascinating. Um, I, I, I've heard of this movie in, in passing sometimes. It is sometimes uh, cited as an inspiration for a lot of directors, uh, the, the most notable of which is that Tarantino cited this as a huge inspiration for Kill Bill, and that is... Very clear when you watch the trailer. When you watch the trailer, you think, oh, maybe Tarantino just stole all the things we like about him and then added feet. And it comes from a director, uh, uh, Toshiya Fujita, who gave us such sensational titles as um, Double Bed or... uh, (laughs) My favorite of the Bed series. So Soft, So Cunning, uh, Wet Sand in August... I know that's that's a great movie. Girls Pleasure colon Manhunting. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to write that one down for later. And a, a series that we discovered just before uh, recording, which features the same actress, uh, which was f- referred to as Stray Cat Rock, uh, including <laughs> Stray Cat Rock colon Sex Hunter, which is described as a cult like biker outlaw film from the 1970s with an all-female cast sign me up i want everything to do with that what what's great is the article he was reading about like the wikipedia i don't know what it was he was reading but was like listing the genre of like all-girl motorcycle gang movies from japan as if like that was a genre in japan for like a very long and it's really think 
Are there hundreds of these movies where it's just if like so, all, all female-led biker movies? If so, we have a new podcast. Yeah, we do. I, there's no good <laughs> joke name. I can't think of one. Uh, this actor's insane. Uh, this this director's insane. He 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 worked in some like adult films apparently for some time, and then developed into these uh, hyper hyper uh, exaggerated action films. And frankly, watching this trailer, just there's there's so much gore in him, like so quickly. Yeah, I, I watched the trailer, and like it starts with her chopping a man's arm all the way off. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, okay. This went this went straight to Jump Street. And then later she bisects a man at the waist, clean in half, in what is not the best special effect I've ever seen, but I'm looking forward to watching this movie. <laughs> so uh, join us for a little throwback into the 70s. We can take a break from one day having to do The Eternals or that Joker movie that's... Oh, fuck. Let's just, you know what? Let's just keep doing manga adaptions from the 70s. Don't worry, Pogues. Uh, we don't have to be afraid of doing Joker one day. We could be dead by then. So, uh... <laughs> Fingers crossed. Instead, we're going to cover Lady Snowblood. <laughs>